Yes, sir. Welcome back to another edition of the Heartwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. No me, no the voice guys. Me, really real villain route to rough from here at your service. And we are coming off of a one in one day. It could have been two and one, but I, you know, I said that I like that under again for the Philadelphia 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know why I didn't just bet it, but you know. If you heard that and you already like the under, then, you know, congratulations to you for betting it. I got scared and bet it. So we get the Suns minus three and a half now. After I released the show and maybe some of you caught the show before that, maybe you didn't. I'm sorry if you didn't. But then the Kawhi Leonard stuff dropped and the line ballooned to seven, seven and a half. And I was sitting there, I'm like, uh, I hate taking the line after it grows, after somebody's out, because teams get up, all this other stuff. And so that ended up not coming into fruition for those who got the late line. But unfortunately, we got three and a half years, so that counts as a win for us. Did not get the over in the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings game. Warriors defense was all over the Kings and, you know, very good call by those who took the under there i didn't get the over in that regard but it's all good we're still 10 and 2 over our last 12 and having a really really good run in the playoffs and so i'm gonna keep it going today because i have a side i have one prop two props and a total so a side a total and two props for the for today and I'm going to just go ahead and get, we're going to get into the picks today. This is one of those, we're just going to get into the picks today. I don't, I mean, uh, I guess we can kind of, all the booing Sabonis got yesterday was great for the game of basketball. I thought it was really, really fun. Golden State really let him hear it every single time he got the ball. I thought that was fun. So those of you who don't like the little skirmishes and stuff that happen in the league, go watch baseball and watch a boring sport because we we like that stuff over here. So go back, find a baseball podcast. All right. Uh, that's really it. I mean, I don't really have much. Devin Booker's really, really good at basketball. The we're, we're looking good. Okay, so let's do a futures update real quick. That's how we can break the ice before getting into the picks. Let's do a quick futures update because we have the under five and a half games. It was for the Sixers and... The under five and a half games for the Sixers and the Nets series. That could be trending in the right direction. Three nothing for the Nets with a chance to close out on Saturday. Or is it Sunday? Saturday. Chance to close out on Saturday. So we'll be interested in that. We'll also be looking to cash the net sweep. Not net sweep, but the 76ers sweep. 76ers minus three and a half game so we could potentially be cashing that and we have sacramento still plus one and a half and so we'll see how it looks uh if that series goes how we think it is and the home teams are dominating then that could be a cash there we could get seven games and cash plus 135 in that bit so our three futures are looking very very good did i do a sun's future 
I don't remember if I did a son's future on this show or another show. I gotta go back and listen, guys. I be, uh, you know, y'all know how my mind be working. I really just be out here talking. I'm surprised y'all listen to me. Like I really just be out here just talking. But okay. So quick little futures update. Looking very good. If anybody tailed me on that, I I'm looking pretty good in the futures. But if you tailed me, then you're looking good too. And if you didn't, well, worst of luck to you. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. For, so my side, and it's a side, but it's not a real side. Let's kick it off because I have a bunch of bets in this game, actually, and it's really a shame how many bets I have in this game, but I have a lot of action going in this game. The Atlanta Hawks are hosting the Boston Celtics. They are down 0-2 in the series. Boston is a five-and-a-half point road favorite. They opened up at four. 228-and-a-half is the total. Injury report here, and you got nobody on either side of the ball on the injury report hopefully they don't pull a Kawhi Leonard in this game I just think that's such BS by the Clippers by the way to admit he had something going on with them in game one he had an injury designation in game two but you didn't put it on the injury report and then game three randomly he's just out no questionable no probable no nothing he's just out as everybody knows here I've been fading the Clippers but if I back the Clippers I would be so disappointed because that's just lame. Like, that is lame. That is stupid. It is unfair for a league that says that they are embracing sports betting to have that, to allow the team. And I don't think they should allow the team. Like, I think Clippers should definitely, definitely get a slap on the wrist for that, because that's that's lame. Like, you knew the guy was hurt. At least put knee probable for game two. Oh, Okay. He's, he's probably going to play, but there is something there so that when game three comes around and there's talk that he might not play, oh, well, we're not just caught with our Johnson in our hand. Like, granted, you're some type of crazy if you're back in the Clippers, but there are people that are. So I just think that was unfair to them. Okay, back to the Atlanta series. Aside, I'm going Atlanta plus one and a half in the first quarter. And I'm just, it's a little bit of the narrative of, you know, teams down 0-2 in a series come out really, really aggressive in the third game at home. You know, it's do or die time. We know Atlanta to play a lot better at home than they do on the road. And, you know, the atmosphere of Atlanta, like, it's amazing. You have, you know, from the DJs to the hosting to the, everybody loving and backing that team and it just feels like that's the energy that that team needs to wake up in the series because the series has been bad trey young has been bad he's been very very inefficient if you're one of those plus minus nerds you're sitting there saying that, oh, he was minus 18 in game two on the four. Like, blah, 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 blah. like, I think that this is opportunity for Atlanta to wake up, to really, really just wake up and come out with a whole bunch of energy, come out and play with a bunch of pace, get to the line early, try to get, you know, some of the bigs, that are kind of clogging up that painted area for them out of the game very, very early, bring in, 
you know, some early foul troubles. You know, uh, what's my guy's name? Scott Foster. Scott Foster is on the on the rep tonight. We'll talk about that more in a second. But you expect to expect to hear the whistle. Expect to hear the whistle. And I think that they're going to have an emphasis of getting Trey Young going early. And that's honestly what he may need. And if he gets going early, I think that, you know, it, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Atlanta jump out to a quick lead in this game. So I said plus one and a half a second ago, but I'm looking at this plus 110 money line, and I just can't stray away from it. So I'm just going to take Atlanta on the money line, plus 110 to win the first quarter. That is bet number one. Number two in this game, I just talked about Scott Foster. Scott Foster's play, refing, what are we doing? We're taking the over. He's going to stop the game. He's going to affect the tempo of the game. He's going to call a lot of fouls. He's going to have an emphasis on his team to make sure that they're calling fouls. They're going to get to the line. And what do you know about Trey Young? He loves the opportunity he can get when he can get to the line. And trust me, after the first two games, I feel like he's going to be doing everything he can to try to put up points today. So I think that you're getting a lot of free, easy buckets. I think that when the game is flowing, they're going to be playing with a lot of pace. I think Atlanta's going to shoot the ball a lot better. They're going to score the ball a lot better in this one, being back at home, and especially when Trey Young gets going and how he's able to create for everybody else, what he's able to create for everybody else. And so I'm kind of thinking of that, you know, it was a game earlier this year. I want to say it was in maybe March or something where where – this is after the Sadiq Bay trade, and they played Boston at home, and that was just this high-scoring affair. This track meet seemed like almost every other bucket was going in the basket. I think we see something similar here, and so I am going over 228.5 for the total of this game. That is play number two. And for my third play in this game, Jesus Christ, there's a lot. Of, this can be a really bad day because – but – I'm going back to a Kongu over five and a half rebounds, man. I'm going back there. And Clint Capella said how hard it is for him to guard Al Horford because Al Horford is pulling him out to the three-point line. He wants to stay inside the point. He can't be a, a rim defender being pulled outside by Al Horford. Quinn Snyder, you got to give Okongwu more minutes. Okongwu is way more suited to guard Horford, and Horford's going to play the majority of minutes in this game. Clint Capella is the Robert Williams neutralizer. That's what you use him for. Any other situation, Okongwu needs to be in the game. If Okongwu gets the minutes, he's going to get the rebounds. I'm going with uh, Okongwu again. I'm really not, you know, too much in the handicap in that. Like, we all know how I feel about Okongwu. So, Okongwu again, over five and a half rebounds. That is play number three. All right. Play number four. New York Knicks are going to play the Cleveland Cavaliers. Knicks are minus one and a half to 11 and a half is the total injury report here. And it's pretty clean for the New York Knicks. Josh Hart looks like he's going to be a full go in this one. Hopefully he's feeling a lot better. And for the Cavs, you have Seti Osman, who was questionable. This game starts and ends with Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson had an amazing half, second half in game one after being in early foul trouble. Rough game two. He gets back on the slide. First game back in Madison Square Garden. First playoff game as a Nick. We've seen playoff Jalen Brunson go crazy. I think that this is the matter of fact, like 
let's go ahead and just ladder. Let's just ladder Brunson. I was gonna just give out his over 24 and a half points prop, but let's ladder. Let's just go ahead and call Brunson a ladder. And because I think there's honestly a coral, one of their best perimeter defenders cannot stop him. And to the point where they are actually putting him on him less because Brunson is cooking him so bad. So, I mean, you're getting three to one odds on Jalen Brunson for 30 plus he gets to 35 and it's nine to one. Like I feel so confident in just trusting Jalen Brunson to have a really good game here today. So Jalen Brunson, over 24 and a half points is the next play. And I will sprinkle on his 30 and 35 plus as well. Let's see here. Okay. Fun plays. I have some fun plays for us. So there's actually one player coming off the bench in all three games that I think can have a really good day. However, I don't have all of their all of the adjusted props listed for them for us to really, really have fun. I have some of the basic props, but I oh well, I don't even have all the basic props on, on this book. Whatever, we'll see what I can make in a parlay type of thing. But you guys, I'll basically tell you what I like and you decide how you want to play it. So, game number one, Sadiq Bay. So if we look at Sadiq Bay in that game that I was talking about where they played Boston, this is like not too long after the trade. He had 17 points. He was four for seven from three. I think that this game is a game, again, Trey Young is able to get more active at home. He feels more comfortable. He gets going. He starts to score the ball early. Once he starts scoring the ball, they you see the adjustments by Joe Mazzula being made, and I think that Sadiq Bey can be the beneficiary of those adjustments. He can sit out, post up on the outside at three-point line, and be able to cash a bunch of big ticket threes. His over one-and-a-half three-pointer prop is at plus 135. I really, really like that play. I think that he's going to have the opportunity. So that is one. I think Sadiq Bey has a really good day from three. Emmanuel quickly just lost. <laughs> he just lost six-man of the year. Like, just lost it. And there was – I think he was like – a runaway favorite at one point, man, and he lost. Do you really, really think he's not coming back with a vengeance today? Like, he's kind of been in this series. He hasn't really. Like, I think he played a lot. Let me go back and look at his actual stats before I put my foot in my mouth. But I'm pretty sure, like, in the times from what I watched the game and the times that mattered most, he was, and he didn't show up to the series. And so uh, game one, 24 minutes, 0 for 5 from the field, three points all coming from the line. Game two, 12 points, 4 for 8 from the field. But I, I, a lot of that scoring was when the game was already out of hand. Like this wasn't any type of scoring that was affecting the game. Now I think he affects the game. Now I think this is when he really, really gets going. His points prop is at 11 and a half at plus 100. I like that play. So with the Denver Nuggets here, Jamal Murray has been playing lights out. I think that 
One, Bubble Murray exists for a reason. There's a difference between Bubble Murray and Jamal Murray. It's because of the fact that Jamal Murray does not play like Bubble Murray all the time. Because if if he did, they would not call it Bubble Murray. They would just call it Jamal Murray. He had a really 40-piece game, really, really good game. You watch that game, he looked unconscious. If Jamal Murray does not go get going in this game, on the road, I kind of feel like this is just a feeling. This is all just a feeling. But I feel like a veteran is going to step up for this team. And Jokic is going to continue to do what he's been doing majority of the series, deferring, especially with the wrist injury, deferring to others, getting others their spot, even if he gets going early in this game and then starts to be able to find open shooters. I think that big-time shots are going to come from veteran players. Wow, I kind of actually just talked myself into another player. But Bruce Brown is one of those guys coming off the bench that I really, really feel like can do really, really good work for this team and be able to spread the floor and be able to really, really score in this series. I also like KCP. KCP's three-pointer prop is at plus 120. Bruce Brown is a half. He just needs one minus 120. I think I'm going to go KCP now. I was I was originally going to come out here and go Brown, but I didn't realize that KCP was plus money for one and a half. And I think that he really, really, especially he'll have more time on the court. And if if this is, you know, Casey, we know him. Like, we know him. He's able to be a, a good shooter on the road. He's able to step up. He's kind of inconsistent, very, very streaky. But let me see. What's his uh, road splits? KCP for, still shooting 41.3% on the road. Yeah, let's go KCP. All right, KCP plus 120. I don't have the adjusted. I really do want to do an adjusted parlay of all those people. And you, there are adjusted lines for KCP because he starts. But for Quick and Sadiq Bay, we'll have to wait. But if you just take the basis prop, basic props over one and a half for Bay, over 11 and a half for Quickly, over one and a half for KCP, that comes out to plus 930. A $20 bet gets you 206. I think that's really solid for three guys that I think in their roles can really, really step up for their teams today. So let's do that. But I also want an adjusted parlay of all three where I will bring quickly to 15 points whenever that line drops. Sadiq Bay to three threes. KCP three threes. I can tell you right now, I see KCP three threes at three to one. So with slightly better odds than Sadiq Bay, maybe Sadiq Bay's three threes are like plus three fifty. Quickly, maybe he's around that same area. So, those are two fun plays that I want to do. Those parlays. And now, if you like one of those players, ladder one of those players. You think you know you like the talk that I was talking? Just ladder one of those players and call it a day. But I like Bay over one and a half three pointers made. Like quickly, 11 and a half points, like KCP over one and a half threes. And we're going to ladder that. We're not ladder. We're going to take that up and do another parlay when those numbers drop. 
and I'll try to I'll try to get on social media and post that as well when I see it, just to give make sure that we have a number out there for the people. Other than that, I have nothing else. I mean, I've given you out the regular plays and you know the straight bets that were on today, which is the over two twenty eight and a half for Atlanta that I like. I am on the plus one ten money line for Atlanta in the first quarter. I am on Okongwu over five and a half rebounds, and I am on Jalen Brunson over 24 and a half points, and I will sprinkle on him at 30 and 35 plus as well. And then I've also given you out the the step it up parlay. Let's call it that. No, I feel like that's like some, uh, I don't know. Let's just say the other guys. Yeah, the other guys parlay. Yeah, that's good. The other guys parlay with Sadiq Bay over one and a half threes, Emmanuel quickly over 11 and a half points, and KCP over one and a half threes. All right. If you're not already, follow me on Twitter at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you follow the podcast at HW Culture Pod. Make sure you leave reviews, leave reviews, leave reviews. I'm telling you, we're going to hit some of these fun plays eventually. Like, we're going to hit, we're going to hit them eventually. And when we hit them, we're going to go on a run. But, I mean, that's not the consensus of my bankroll. My bankroll is going to my straight plays, and right now we are on a pretty decent run with that. So hopefully that keeps going. I'm not going to start talking about that, hyping that up, and jinxing that. I just want to go and just win, like just win games. So hopefully we have another good day today. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of any podcast just going to end like this. We are out of here.